Hello and welcome to another Jitex Impact Tech Wave podcast, bringing you the latest tech trends and innovations advancing the world's digital economy. Our guest today is Srikanth Mulakaluri, the founder and CEO of Instic Digital, a headline exhibitor and indeed platinum sponsor of Jitex Impact and Future Urbanism Expo. Two debate, sorry, two do debut shows this year in Dubai, Center Staging, Sustainability Tech, and the Cities of the Future. A little bit more about that later. Um, but now, um, Srikantha, we're going to discuss a, a broad range of topics, actually, um, from leveraging AI and sustainability, uh, business in general, um, and biometric security, cybersecurity, data analytics, all these things that Instinct Digital is, of course, involved in. Um, but um, let's just start off. Um, how did Instinct Digital come into business? So firstly, thank you so much for um, inviting us for this podcast. Um, Instinct Digital, actually, it's, it's actually a coffee shop idea, as I was um, um, discussing with my colleagues before. Um, it all started with buying a coffee on a road and how actually like, you know, digital economy or digital solutions were actually enabling different kinds of, you know, organizations to grow. Okay, so, but we found an opportunity like, you know, to how we can actually reduce the costs okay, by uh, implementing simpler, innovative digital solutions across, mm. starting with the smaller organizations um, into bigger organizations as well. Um, so we started with that, and then afterwards, actually, um, we have been like now uh, into one of the bigger banks in across Africa. So we've implemented quite a few digital solutions for them now. Um, um, so yeah, it's all just an idea of a coffee shop that actually bought us the business. And um, you launched the company around the COVID time, is that right? Yes, that's right. So we started in 2020. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's that's where we actually we started the company. How was that experience and, and such a you know an upheaval in I guess the society and, and business <laughs> and actually I did say it was not an easy uh, uh, what is the journey until now mm. uh, to be frank first of all it's because of covid and you you are a new 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 person in the society um the, the comments is common that everybody would have heard about it saying that okay oh, another digital company another digital transformation company yeah what they're going to do so it's going to be another qr code payment system or like you know uh, all those kind of stuff but um, uh, our solutions were different, um, mm. so which actually attracted a lot of our stakeholders. Okay, so the way um, we um, uh, implemented solutions, okay, so they all were evolved or like you know innovated during COVID time. For example, your um, contactless biometrics, okay, so is one of that actually we 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 were like very um, uh, famous for. Mm. So you actually don't actually have to go touch anything. Mm. Take your phone camera, scan it. I can get all your bio data out. So you don't even have to touch it. Mm -hmm. So these kind of solutions have actually has helped us grow. Um, um, so yeah, it's not a, as I said, it's a very tough journey for us to be there and explain people mm -hmm. what it is and how it is done. And, you know, the, and the most of the people were like asking about, you know, um, data risks and, you know, cyber risk and all this kind of stuff mm -hmm. as well. It's not a simple journey. On the topic of AI, of course, it is mm -hmm. fair to say it's the world's next big technology shift, isn't it? Sort of rocking the foundations of the tech industry, how people do business, how we live. Um, and it's sort of advancing in such a fast way. Um, how is AI going to bring about sustainability in business from your perspective? So again, right? So AI is actually driven by your data that is already available around us. Okay. Um, we actually haven't put data in a correct use in the, in the quite a 
for a quite a long time. Mm. Okay. So we have now all the data. Okay. So which is like, you know, um, is useful. Okay. So to, to, to build those AI tools. Okay. So um, especially now, for example, in the smart cities business now, for example, okay. What are we trying to do is like, we actually have, okay, how to control our traffic, for example, on the roads using based on number of cars that's going on, number of the load that is actually going to happen. And also that, okay, so we actually have seen, okay, so um, the, the, the AI technology, okay, so to, um, to even uh, to an extent where we can actually go and catch criminals. Okay, so based on the data that you actually have. Mm. Um, now, I don't talk about the countries like Dubai and stuff, but the, in other countries, the AI is actually helping them, um, especially home back in Johannesburg. Okay, so we actually do a lot of AI and run a lot of data, okay, so in actually catching criminals uh, on the spot. Mm. Um, so AI, okay, so is actually has two dimensions to it. Okay, so the good and the bad side of the AI. Okay. It again, it depends upon the um, what I should say is the literacy of the people. Okay, mm. so how they have been taught to use AI. Mm. Like if AI actually has been used, I mean, if they can actually look AI as a good tool to do stuff, okay, they can do it. But the AI can be used in a very bad way as well. Mm. And ChatGPT actually has proven us that. Okay, the way that people can uh, use an AI as a tool, mm. and with. With the um, with the AI, when it comes to sustainability, okay, so we have like you know um, all these kind of data, okay, so is available for us. It's digitally stored somewhere, okay, so we actually don't need to do um, like you know uh, what I should say is like um, not to actually use any of the um, like you know um, rein, uh, so there's like rein when the wheels and stuff like that waste the energy, waste the time, waste the thing, a lot of things. Mm. Okay, so we can actually use already existing data, build the front into the AI, which can actually feed into your sustainable, especially for the smart cities, healthcare, mm. okay, even for um, defense and you know for the uh, uh, even for the um, for education purposes, actually. But is there a risk of AI? Going it is rogue? always a risk. Yeah. AI is the risk. As I told you before, mm. it's the usage of the AI that needs to be taught to people. Yeah. Which is the right way of using AI will bring can do wonders in, in, in the market, but wrong usage of AI is going to kill us. So in terms of regulating AI, because that's another big conversation, isn't it? And that's another talking point is how governments, business, how, how society, I guess, can work together to kind of to regulate AI and how it's used and, and um, how it's implemented in everyday lives and business. I mean, what, and I go, I guess it's such a, such a mammoth task, isn't it? Because there is, I guess, so much still unknown about it. Um, what are your thoughts on that? How, how can we actually move forward with that? I think so that, okay, AI is still in luck in a very initial stage for us to use. Mm -hmm. Okay. There's still a lot of data points that needs to be collected. Okay. So to bring the regulation in place. Mm. Okay. Um, I know that okay, so there was a there was a call recently in the whole of Africa to define AI rules for Africa itself. Yeah. But it's not AI Africa, right? It's AI global. Mm. Okay. Um, and I still say that okay, we are, we are, we still haven't tapped into that deeper data that is available around us. Mm. Once we're able to do and tap into the deeper data. Because that actually will define our AI rules. What can be tapped and what can't be tapped, right? Mm. What information can we can use and what information we can't use? Mm. Okay, I know that like, certain countries like, actually ask the questions of like everything of your life. 
Because certain certain countries doesn't even bother. Okay, I'm just talking about an individual. Okay, and but to create all those kind of um, information about myself or yourself or an organization or anything, okay, the data that is available in the market is still not enough. Mm. Okay, uh, we need to go deeper. Okay, so once we go to the deeper, then we understand what kind of analytics that we can do with existing data that can actually define the your AI, um, the whole rules and you know mm. the policies and everything around AI. Then I suppose it's not the conversation around um, the the infrastructure and data data centers because obviously it's very energy intensive, isn't it? Sort of processing all that data, these trillions and trillions and trillions of yep. data bits and. Um, I suppose that's another equal opportunity too, isn't there, for the yeah. chip makers and and the and the infrastructure suppliers and the data center and and so on. Yeah, I mean, you're right. Like I said, the data centers actually um, you you need a lot of space and a lot of time to churn their data. Okay, um, and you need a lot of people. Mm. Okay, so who understands the data? Okay, so if the, the, without the manpower, it's impossible. Okay, so to build what you want to build. Yeah. Okay, uh, again. It, it it is it is it is what you want to do is more important than what you want. Um, everybody have wants, so but every can every want can't be satisfied. So it is about what is it you want to do with the data is more important. Yeah. And how is Instec digital uh, leveraging AI within your sort of portfolio of of software services that you provide as a digital transformation specialist? Okay, so. I mean, most of our product solutions that we currently have. So mm. we we currently um, have a couple of solutions. For example, if you see our um, contactless biometric solution that we currently have, okay, mm. it actually works on like completely with an AI methodology, right? So you just have to see the liveness of your finger, and it just take the picture of it, and it just does its own thing. Yeah. Okay, so to go fetch who is Gareth is all about. Okay, so what Gareth does, what Gareth doesn't do, and all those kind of stuff. But, and also that, okay, so um, we actually building a currently a solution, okay, which is very going to be interesting for the technology providers is that, okay, so if you actually want to develop a system for yourself, okay, so we're building a tool which can actually help you to make a decision making. For example, tomorrow you want to build a, just take an example, you want to build a, another pod store too, right? So you can put a question in saying that, okay, hello AI, so tell me, Okay, how can I build Podstar 2? So it'll give you a set of like you know, questions for you to answer. Okay, it's not a like your chat bots or anything. Mm. It actually will even tell you what actually you have to do. Okay, so to actually get this thing going, mm. what kind of configurations that you need to do? Okay, so to get to what you want to do. Mm. Um, uh, so in technology space, what actually happens is that okay, we have an existing solution so that everybody tries to implement, um, and what actually happens, they don't know where to start with. Mm. So then our AI tool will actually help them. Okay, so in saying that, okay, for example, I want to implement Salesforce. Okay, to implement Salesforce CRM, what and all, where where do I need to start with? Okay, even if you don't know Salesforce, it will help you to build a whole Salesforce platform for an organization. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's where actually we're trying to build, enable organizations to, you know, to make their own decisions mm -hmm. rather than spending millions of dollars on getting consultants, guiding them to do what yep. uh, they have to implement. Uh, on the topic of biometric security, it's another sort of area within yep. uh, Instinct Digital. Um, it's obviously been a boom in, in, in biometric uh, security systems in the last sort of few years as well yeah. um is there a risk of generative ai in potentially destroying this element of security biometrics 
I think so. It is not destroying, I should say. Actually, it's actually helping us a lot um, in, in a way. Mm. Um, in, in the recent studies that we actually have done as well, like, you know, your facial recognition is only 80% accurate. If I go do a nose job tomorrow, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be difficult for, it, for me to identify. Mm. So that's the reason that, okay, so we have went quite forward. And we said that, okay, for your fingerprinting, okay, is the best solution everywhere. Okay. Yeah, and our so. solution is really, in, is a kind of intelligent solution. Mm. It's just because it checks the liveness of your finger. If, you're, if your finger is dead, it doesn't identify you. Yeah. Okay. Or if I try to, if I take your fingerprint and I try to put it on my thumb and I try to take it, it doesn't allow me to take it. Mm. Okay. So in a way, okay, so it is not destroying us as a society. Mm. It is actually helping us to identify, okay, so different kinds of people with different natures. And also that, okay, I believe that, okay, so if this technology can be used accurately and efficiently, quite a few social economic issues like a human trafficking, mm. okay, and your, um, what do you, what do we call it, unidentified bodies of people, okay, can be like, you know, they can be identified, they can be given homes where they're supposed to be, okay, and also that, okay, they can be given some respect, mm-hmm. you know, so, I mean, if somebody's dead on the side of the road, that really can actually enhance it, can't it? Yes. Yeah, it's, 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 really, it's interesting. Um, just on the topic of cybersecurity as well, it's another area within Instinct Digital. Um, analysts reckon, and it seems like a lot of money, and uh, kind of just out of this world, but analysts reckon that cyber, cyber threats could cost the world $10.5 trillion by 2025. I don't know, that seems like a lot. But regardless or not, obviously cybersecurity is another hot sort of topic point, especially even now even more so with AI, the AI boom and AI infusion within the digital worlds. Uh, how can we stay ahead of this sort of nefarious digital underworld? Um, how can we fight this, these cyber, cyber criminals in, a, in, a, in an effective and efficient way? Okay. So, I mean, approximately what you said is the right. Okay. So I, as far as I know that again, as of 2020, 2021, United States itself has paid $400 billion okay, mm-hmm. in ransom for the for the facts of ransomware so it's not it's um the number is not too far whatever you're saying yeah that's See, just one year yeah that's in one year mm. and, <clears throat> and what i'm trying to say is that okay there are very beautiful tools very excellent and you know efficient tools okay in the market to stop cybersecurity. okay but you can't stop, stop the cybersecurity if it doesn't start from the guy who's sitting on the desk and clicking on phishing emails that's coming into your yeah. email box so the education piece it's, isn't it it's just it's just literacy about it. It's just about not ignoring, mm. okay, so what your organizations say. Okay, so not only financial institutions, okay, courts are held at ransomware. Okay, so um, public courts mm. with all the case files has been held up and for a ransom of like $20 million. Okay, so what I'm trying to say is like it's about education that mm. needs to be provided to every individual. Okay, so whether it's a common man working in a corporate not anything mm. right don't just do anything that you don't know yeah just if something comes to it validate it understand it and then only you proceed with it mm. if you if th- that is more important the education around this whole thing is important and a lot of it's kind of common sense too right? yes that's right and if i give my smartphone to to my dad he'll click on any link that's come onto his phone because he's not educated about the cyber security mm. right and that causes a lot of loss for people like them so mm. There should be a more social awareness, 
Okay, so about the cybersecurity and the threats and things like that. I, I don't think so that we should restrict ourselves about knowledge of cybersecurity to the organizations. We should actually take it to the to the to the societies, to the communities, yeah. Yeah. educate them, yeah. and, and it, also give them the op- kids opportunity to know about cybersecurity from schools, mm. not when they get into high school and they suddenly <clears throat> started learning about cybersecurity. And I say that the kids are more um, on the technology than us. Yeah, that's that's really sort of the the first line of defense, yeah. isn't it? That everyday right. people sort of checking on the emails yeah. and, and whatnot. Uh, what about zero trust networks? Because that's also sort of kind of increasing popularity in sort of recent years as well. Um, yeah. Do you feel like that's the sort of the cybersecurity framework of the future? Yes, I think so. Again, uh, again, we said that we said like that's still a bit of a gray area for me. Mm. Okay, so there's a lot of investigation and a lot of it that needs to be done in zero trust networks. Okay, and there's a long way to go for that. Yeah. But if we are successful and we're able to um, uh, resolve the current gaps in the in the in in, in that um, functionality in the technology, then that'll be the best way for us to uh, go forward on this. Mm. Um, Instic Digital, of course, you are uh, exhibiting platinum sponsor at the Future Urbanism Expo and Jitex Impact. Um, care to elaborate? Uh, give us a sneak peek on what visitors can expect to see from from you this year. So I'm not going to reveal the exact secret of what we're going to do on the stand, but actually the only the things that you can expect is like some more of the digital transformation and AI products mm-hmm. like, that we have and they have implemented across different clients. Okay, and also that okay, so we have um, a couple of um, like you know the uh, products in healthcare as well. Okay, so which we will be like kind of showcasing um, in, in, on our stand in 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 the uh, Jadex Impact mm-hmm. uh, on stand. On the Middle East market, um, you're based in South Africa, Johannesburg. Um, tell us about your sort of expansion strategy over the next five five or so years, and and how important is this market here in the Middle East for you? So, I mean, so we, we are in Dubai, in, especially in the Dubai market for the last two years. Okay. Okay. Um, but we, we, started try, we started finding our feet now. Okay. So now we are closely working with the um, couple of financial institutions down here mm-hmm. to build a digital bank for them. Okay. So end-to-end digital banks where you don't even actually have to, there's not even a branch. Mm. Right, so we're trying to help them in building those kind of AI technology products for them, and to make sure that the customer feels that he's interacting to a human, okay, rather than him interacting to a system. Okay, so, and we actually not only like you know uh, in this market we're not only not resting ourselves to financial institutions, okay, so we want to um, expand ourselves into um, defense and also the healthcare. Mm. Um, uh, so. Uh, I mean, if you see our roadmap into three to five years, okay, so we want to provide as many as uh, AI products into the buy market, mm-hmm. which actually help them from the healthcare perspective and also from the uh, financial services perspective. Financial services, healthcare, education? Education in education and AI, it's, I still think that, okay, so AI can be integrated in education only for your self-study. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think so that, okay, it's, it's, it's a long way to go. Um, it, it, it's 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 a it takes a lot of time, mm. okay. So to to bring that whole education system into into AI, okay. It, it, it's we can start with the basics, but to 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 make it bigger and extensive, mm. okay, it's a long journey. Uh, we can't we can't put all the textbooks into AI and, and the interaction and all those kind of things is going to get dif- difficult. Yeah. 
uh, and it's not. And you and me know that, I guess, if we all don't think the same way, we don't, all don't learn the same way. So different ways of learning, different ways of teaching, different ways of uh, looking at things. So mm -hmm. all these things need to be incorporated in the education system. Um, so that's why I say that, okay, I'm not denying that's a beautiful um, um, uh, like, you know, thing to do, uh, especially after COVID times and, you know, yeah. not having that contactless education and things like that. Uh, but it's still a long way to go for me. And in other verticals, retail, hospitality, um, uh, opportunity there? Yes. I mean, hospitality and retail, you see that okay, most there's a lot of, um, uh, you know, work that's already been done in AI perspective, yeah. especially if you see in Dubai itself. Okay, so I can go to a hospital, press the button, I can get my own coffee. It's a hospitality. Uh, Robert brings my coffee. So uh, I'm telling you is that okay, there is already, these, these industries needs that and they are traveling towards that. And especially mm -hmm. retail, you can see um, they are already into AI, but again, they're limited to uh, what currently they have uh, and there's a bigger opportunity for them to grow. Hospitality is again, um, it, is, it is also there already, but people are kind of conservative to use it. Yeah. That's why it is. Yeah. I suppose it's, it's a lot of investment too, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it depends, right? So if there's a difference between Richard Branson investing and me investing, mm. Richard Branson can invest in AI in his arts overnight. So if me investing in AI, it's going to take some time. Yeah. Um, again, it depends upon where you're investing, what you're investing and how you're investing is more important. Mm. Uh, I can't just buy a robot at my hotel and say, okay, come and go greet people. That's not the way people think uh, they'll ignore it. Mm. So what is that you can do with it mm. uh, more than what it is? Uh, what it can do is it's something that the investment should go in. And I suppose uh, when that's when sort of also big data comes into it. Yes. And hospitality and, and I suppose using that data, using AI to leverage data in, in order to, whether it be predict, predict customer behavior and sort of preempt yes. what they're going to be doing and then offer them services around that. This mm -hmm. is all stuff that you do as well. Yeah. See, I mean, if you see currently now, um, uh, most of the people, if I go to a hotel on a regular basis and I stay in one hotel on a regular basis, they do have my data. Okay, what I do I do? Yeah. Okay, so uh, from the time I get to the hotel, what I do and things like that. Mm -hmm. So that data is already available for them. And then... So they should be able to use that data. Okay, so for the next time when I visit the hotel, okay, okay, fine. I free drinks coffee at seven o'clock at cappuccino. So it, the AI can help mm. you to actually do what actually the hotel, the hotel, the hotel industry can do for you, right? Mm. It, it, I mean, it actually will help the hotel guys also to keep that customer satisfaction. Mm. Like I saying, oh, then you feel that okay, you have a personalized experience with them. Saying, oh, sure, okay, she's drinking seven o'clock coffee. So maybe we should go send the housekeeping guys and say, so this is your coffee at seven o'clock, you know. Um, yes, uh, that actually will, bringing AI in a good way, again, I'm telling you, will actually will close a lot of gaps in mm. the industry. Mm. And people feel because they have been personally touched and, you know, they have a personal experience mm. with it. So the existential fear around AI and how quickly it's kind of transforming lives, do you feel that is overblown? I completely say overblown. Okay, so for everything, we need a human touch. Okay, so there was, I think last year somewhere, we said that okay, by end of 2024, I guess a couple of doctors will not, it doesn't even exist, like your cardiologists, like, you know, your physicians and whatever. Um, 
it's impossible. Okay, so so why I'm saying that is because I'm out of my experience and not experience out of the things. What I think of, if somebody is actually getting operated for open heart surgery, okay, and Roberts is operating or AI is operating on you, AI again is actually doing an operation on you based on the data that actually has been fed into. Mm. For example, if I'm opening my heart, if opening a heart and I cut an artery. And if the blood is oozing out from there, and if there is no command in AI to fix that artery, then there's no point in doing the heart operation. If it's a physical doctor, then if he sees the blood oozing out, so then he automatically he knows what to do to fix it and to continue with this operation. Yeah. So I said before as well, there's a lot of data points that we need to consider before we start using AI extensively in our personal lives. Mm. But, it's yeah. not. It's not there yet. Mm. Uh, but of course, that doesn't rule out in the future that perhaps yeah. with more data points to come and in, feed into these 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 um, um, LLM models, these generative AI models, and then perhaps in the future, you know, I suppose anything's possible, right? Yes. I mean, as I said, as I said, dig more data, dig data, so mm. then you'll get more options and more. Things to do with AI. Mm. If you actually don't have detailed data, then whatever data we currently have is not enough to do anything with AI. Mm. Uh, Sir Kanth, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Um, one more thing, of course, you are exhibiting um, at Future Urbanism Expo and Gitex Impact later this year. Well, not, not too far away now, actually, October yeah. the 16th to 20th um, at Dubai World Trade Center. Just um, tell us how much you're looking forward to it, um, how excited you are, who would you like to meet? And of course, you've already kind of elaborated a little bit about <laughs> we got what you're going to showcase, but um, how, how, how much are you looking forward to this? I mean, it's very, um, I'm like, personally, I'm very passionate about this. Okay. And when the opportunity was given to us, I was so excited. I, initially, I was very skeptical about doing it. But later on, once I had the conversations around different people and different things, okay, so the, <clears throat> I'm Whenever I, whenever I hear the word Dynex now, I feel like, you know, so happy and like, I can't express that. Like, you know, it's, it's, I'm working on it for the last couple of months already. It's been, um, whenever my team also, whenever they say Dynex and, you know, we want to work on Dynex, I'll be the first one to jump on it and do things and stuff like that. Um, it actually gives us a more exposure in the, um, in this market for mm. us, establishing a solve, finding a feet. Okay, showcasing ourselves, who we are, what we do, um, and helping the businesses here. Okay, also who is actually looking for a disruptive technology solutions. Okay, so that's where we come in. Um, so yeah, I mean that's that's actually is our um, best uh, part of being part of Zytex. Okay. Well, we certainly look forward to seeing you later this year. Um, and uh, thank you very much for your time. And we'll see you at Zytex Impact Future cool. Urbanism Expo. Uh, 16th to the 20th of October at Dubai World Trade Center. Cool. Thank you so much for having us. Okay, and guys, we all welcome you for our Zytex Impact and Future Urbanism Expo from 16th to 28th of October. We'll see you there. There you have it. Um, thank you for listening in. Of course, if you would like to see, meet Srikanth and his team at Zytex uh, Impact, Future Urbanism Expo, uh, do go on sign, go to our website, um, jiteximpact.com, futureurbanismexpo.com, register, pre-register, register our newsletters, follow our social media channels. And of course, um, you will see him there with all their exciting products and services in tow. And um, do, of course, stay tuned. 
for more developments in the uh, Jitex Impact Tech Wave podcast series as well. Until then, goodbye.